It's me. Okay, enough of that. This is Chris Wright from Point Counterpoint. This is University of St. Thomas Campus Radio. It's going to be fun, fam. I got some fun topics, I think. Or per- personally, I find them fun. Maybe you don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I know you. I pro- If you're listening to this, I probably know you. But I might not. I don't know. I don't know who you are. I don't know. I wish there was a way to see who your listeners are. It gives them a name. That's def. It's definitely a breach of privacy. It it's very problematic to be doing that, but at the same time, at at the same time, it would be interesting to find out. Podcoin did that. They used to they used to be a sponsor until I mean now they don't exist anymore. It's just sad because I liked Podcoin. I still have to use my f- free Amazon gift card from them. Oh. Like right here. It says, Who could have predicted that Podcoin, an app that promised to pay you to listen to podcasts, didn't work out? Haha. <laughs> and it really did pay you. It gave you points for every 10 minutes listened pretty cool but I, I remember thinking right at the very beginning how do they do this they don't show ads on the app and of course podcasts that use ads they still get paid f- per listen but that's not through podcoin so they're not getting any of that revenue I'm not sure how they got it <laughs> unless they're just money laundering through the I don't know <laughs> no that wouldn't be money laundering I don't know I don't know what they do. I don't know what they do. Now, the thing is, I have things to talk about, but I'm not sure which ones I want to talk about first. So how about I start with a little song here. No, not that one. Um... Um, oh, uh, what's the name of the song? Oh, God. Um, what is it? Um, oh, yes, of course. Play. There we go. there a karaoke version of this? There? No, I'm not going to do that. Um, I mean, I can just play the song with lyrics, but then it's going to have another voice in the background which isn't the worst thing ever it's just I would rather be the only one singing um alright let's Let's log in here then. Gosh. I that, no, that's not my password. What is my Spotify password? Is it that? Probably not.
No. Um. Okay. Um. Let's just let's just do this then. Now when I was a young man, I carried me pack, and I lived the free life on the road. That's not the version I'm used to. All right. Here. When I was a young man, I carried me pack, and I lived the free life of a rover from the Murray's green basin to the dusty outback I waltz my Matilda all over then in 1915 my country sets on it's time to stop rambling Cause there's work to be done So they gave me a tin hat And they gave me a gun And they sent me away to the war And the band played one Sing Matilda As we sailed away from the Kai and amidst all the tears and the shouts and the cheers, we sailed off for Gallipoli. How well I remember that terrible day when the blood stained the sand and the water, and how in that hell. That they call Sovla Bay. We were butchered like lambs at the slaughter. Johnny Turkey was ready. He primed himself well. He showered us with bullets and he rained us with shells. And in five minutes flat, he'd blown us all to hell. Nearly blew us right back to Australia And the band played waltzing Matilda As we stopped to bury our slain And we buried ours And the Turks buried theirs and it started all over again. All right. That's an eight, it's an eight minute long song. I'm not going to do the whole thing. But I, w I started to play the jaw harp in there. Which is a fun instrument. Uh, it's, it's used all over the world. It's, it's the jaw harp it goes by many names. Also the Jews harp. There's a number of other names. Those are the main ones in America. You can do different vowel sounds in that. You can do a T versus a D. tremor your tongue it's very interesting because when you flick the little metal uh, uh, what do you call it um, the, the little metal tongue in here um, normally it doesn't make a sound 
just kind of vibrates and nothing happens. When I hold it up to your mouth and you flick it, your mouth acts as a sound chamber, as a, re a resonance chamber, more, more accurately. And it makes all those little cool noises. Kind of like, I mean, you could describe it in many ways, depending on what music you want. It could be techno if you want. It could be country. Uh, they think it was probably it probably originated from uh, Southeast Asia. I think is where it was. Let's see. All right. The Jews harp, also known as the jaw harp, the mouth harp, the the guga, the goombard, the comus, the Jews trump. The trump, the Ozark harp, the Galician harp, the Merchunga is a lamellophane instrument consisting of a flexible metal or bamboo tongue or reed attached to a frame. The tongue reed is placed in the performer's mouth and plucked with the finger to produce a note. I already know this, but I'm reading it for you. Each instrument produces one pitch only with its multiples overtones, though different sized instruments provide different pitches. There is no standard pitch. Yeah. One pitch only, different overtones, um, different pitches to different sizes. Uh, I think this one, I don't have perfect pitch. It might be like a B or something. Um, they may be categorized as I ideoglot or heteroglot, whether or not the frame and the tiny are one and the tine are one piece by the shape of the frame, rod, or plaque, by the number of tines, and whether the tines are plucked, joint-tapped, or string-pulled. I mean, this one, you can you can push the tongue in either direction. So I can, I can just push, I can just push it forward. Or backward, which sounds the same. If you want a faster frequency, you can do both. But yeah, it's used all over the world. Yeah, they think it probably came from... Yeah, the earliest depiction of somebody playing what seems to be a Jew's harp is a Chinese drawing from the 4th century BC. Archaeological finds of surviving examples in Europe have been claimed to be almost as old, but those dates have been challenged both on the grounds of excavation techniques and the lack of contemporary writings or pictures mentioning the instrument. An example of it. Mama love shortening bread. Sounds like a didgeridoo kind of. Obviously, a lot smaller than a didgeridoo. <laughs> Challenge them to a duel. Okay. It's one thing to have it in the background of a song, at, but at a certain point, it's almost too much. Too much as a as the main as a central piece of the song. It's interesting to listen to on its own, but usually it should be in the background, like a. Where is it? Um, oh, what was the name of that song? Why is it not 
there we go. Okay, so this song is... Oh, yeah, it also appeared in Fool on the Hill by the Beatles and Joined Together by the Who. jump into where is it there it is it says I... this guy's name is Eckhart Tolle or Tolle Eckhart Tolle Eckhart Tolle um yeah 
says, I need to awaken. Where's the awakening? <laughs> what he's doing is he's talking about... Um, to put it very briefly, he's talking about a secular way to look at uh, biblical teachings, is what he's doing. Which... It's important. Um, it shows the importance of these texts, whether you are religious or not. And he's trying to point out something important here. It's looking for the kingdom of heaven as if it could be found as an object, like, like you find an object, signs to be perceived. Well, where's the kingdom of heaven? Oh, there, it's coming. Oh no, it's over here. <laughs> Where's the awakening, the enlightenment, the fireworks? I've been waiting for the fireworks for 10 years. Nothing is happening. So you find it arises spontaneously in certain, either when it's, things are helpful, conditions around you are helpful, could also happen when they, they seem the opposite of helpful and there's chaos around you or drama, people are screaming or whatever, or something has gone drastically wrong. And suddenly, instead of reacting, suddenly you find you become very still and alert. All that, that is an awake, that is part of the awakening. So it's not really an event that you can take on and say, this is, the, this is what happened to me. Or it, for, uh, it very rarely happens some human beings go through a permanent shift, but that happens very rarely. For most humans, it's a gradual transition from constantly being engaged in the stream of thinking and being dragged along by the stream of thinking, one thing after another, including the thought, when am I going to awaken? I've been audited was what's the point in carrying on? It's not, it hasn't happened yet. It's all part of the stream of thinking. Transition from that to, at first, the occasional arising of something else. Okay, that wasn't exactly the clip I was looking for. Um, but essentially what, the one I was wanting to look at was he was, uh, was when he appeared on Reuben. Um, and he said something very interesting. And he was talking about when you translate these different phrases in the Bible. And he talks about the kingdom of heaven. He's not talking about looking for some place to find. He's saying that's within you, that you find it, that you find this peace from the outside, sort of. Like in you, it's within you, essentially. So we essentially looking at mindfulness. Um there's another thing I wanted to look at from him. If I can find it. Because I obviously wasn't able to find exactly what I wanted before. What this? You are listening to LearnOutLoud.com's production of Spiritual Classics. Collecting key excerpts from a wide range of religious traditions throughout human history, this podcast is dedicated to showcasing the core teachings of the world's greatest spiritual thinkers. For more inspirational and educational resources, please visit our website at www.learnoutloud.com. Meister Eckhart's Sermon, The Nearness of the Kingdom, delivered in approximately 1300 A.D., translated by Claude oh, Fielder, Luke chapter no, 21. I saw the name Eckhart. No, it's a different Eckhart. Never mind. I thought that was... Uh. 
and appreciation of nature, the sacredness of nature and the beauty of nature. In this energy field of presence or stillness, it should be easier to get away from your mind and then you can really say you're getting away from it all. Getting away from the mind is to transcend the thinking mind. Transcend doesn't mean it becomes completely abolished, but you discover in yourself a deeper dimension. It's only by discovering that depth in you that you can become free of being the slave to conditioned thinking, the voice in the head that never stops. So, we are here to find or deepen that dimension that is in everyone. One could call it a dimension of consciousness that has been pointed to by ancient teachers for thousands of years. The possibility that there is another dimension in you, not something that you need to bring about, but something you just need to discover because it's already there. It's just being overlooked continuously, very much like the fish may be tempted to overlook the presence of water and spend his whole life looking for it. And says, I've been told there is this incredible thing that pervades everything and surrounds us and is within us and I've been looking for it all my life. <laughs> and it's very much the same with the, what is sometimes called the spiritual dimension of life. It's already here within you, and yet most people haven't found it, which means they don't know it's there. And if you don't know it's there, it is as if it were not there. So we are here to find that depth. It's, it is the depth within you where the person or personality that you are on the surface of your life, which starts with the physical form, and then you go a little bit within, with the physical form is what, to use the expression, the English expression, it, what meets the eye. What meets the eye is, first of all, when you look at yourself in the mirror or look at another human being, what meets the eye is the physical form. That's the first thing you notice. And uh, sometimes that remains the main thing in certain types of interaction. That remains the main thing.
Okay. Anything else you want to show about Eckhart? I don't want to put you to sleep. He, he's a very relaxing voice. I recommend that you go check him out on Dave Rubin, on the Rubin Report. He has a fascinating conversation on that. Yeah, you'll find it pretty pretty easily, you should. Yeah. I'm not going to explain it. Um, ooh. the most beautiful didgeridoo player in the world. I'm not sure if they're talking about the didgeridoo that she's playing or if they're talking about the woman, which is quite pretty. Or her playing. Or a combination. It might be a play on words here. I'm not exactly sure which one it is. <laughs> Um, I'm not going to play that. Or do I want to? <laughs> Leslie, would you like to take us out? Okay. Please enjoy a song from the lesbian Afro-Norwegian funk duo Nefertiti's Fjord. Oh wow, they are terrible. Oh yes, they're, they're quite awful, but they are lesbians, so... <laughs> I just had to play that, that little clip from Parks and Rec. All right, another clip here. It's from bits of Hugh and Laurie, with bits, with bits of Stephen Fry, and bits of Hugh Laurie. Murderer is watching this. He'll kill me. <laughs> this puppy, Snipper, is in most desperate. Here he's holding a little golden retriever puppy. Need of help. Four weeks ago, Snipper's mother died, and only three days later, her father was killed by a hit-and-run driver. Barely eight weeks old and an orphan, Snipper was also faced with the embarrassing and painful affliction of incontinence. <laughs> it's a condition that we in the West don't talk about much. Shame keeps millions of sufferers silent. But Snipper's incontinence was a source of great distress to her, and rather than come to terms with it, she ran away to London. It was on the way to London that Snipper was assaulted and abused by an older dog. You can imagine the effect that this would have on an innocent puppy bitch like Snipper. She was totally confused, bewildered and hurt. We think that it is around this time that she was struck with traumatic amnesia. A total loss of memory. This, apart from anything else, made it very difficult for her to know who she was and where she was going. She drifted into a life of scavenging and prostitution. Selling her soft, furry young body just in order to stay alive. That was the life she was living when we at the ASTL found her. We were able to give her food, warmth, and more than that, love. The one thing that has been denied her in her short and tragically unhappy life. Snipper is really taking an interest now. <laughs> her memory is slowly returning, which is how we've been able to piece together the details of her existence. And with luck, she will be able to lead a normal, happy and fulfilled life. But you know, there are thousands of Snippers in Britain, and we desperately need your help to carry on the work we're doing. We're an entirely independent charity. We receive... <laughs> 
no government funding and rely on public generosity to keep us going. If you're the kind of person who would like to help us, Snipper, then why not send your donation, however large, to... <laughs> straight to me, Stephen Fry, care of the BBC, instead. Thank you. There are thousands of Snippers running around Britain. This, this, this innocent puppy bitch. Send your donation, your tax-deductible donation, however large. All right. Um. Now I'm gonna play a little clip of uh, Sir uh, Sir David Attenborough talking about the Liger. The Liger is a hybrid offspring of a male lion and a female tiger. The liger has parents in the same, same genus, but on of different species. The liger is distinct from the similar hybrid called the tigon and is the largest of all known extant felines. They enjoy swimming, which is characteristic of tigers, and are very sociable, like lions. Notably, ligers typically grow larger than either parent species, unlike Tigons. The history of the lion-tiger hybrids dates back to the early 19th century in India. In 1798, Etienne Geoffrey St. Hilaire, 1772-1844, made, made a color plate of the offspring of a lion and a tiger. The portman Manto Liger was coined in the 1930s. In 1825, G.B. Whittaker made an, made an engraving of li Liger tugs born of 1824. The, the parents of the, and the three Liger offspring were also depicted with their trainer in the 19th century painting in the naive style. Two Liger cubs born in 1837 were exhibited to King William IV and his successor Queen Victoria. On, G on the 14th of December 1900, and on 31st of May 1901, Coral Hagenbach wrote to zoologist James Koser, Iwert, which, with details and photographs of ligers born at the Hagenbach's Tier uh, Park in Hamburg's 1897. That was a that was a good clip there. Oh. There. Oh, whoops. There we go. All right. Um. Come on. Ah, oh, there you are. There is a world that's been out of reach until now. And there's another David Attenborough. Wow. His, his voice sounds a little different this time. I don't know why. <laughs> it's almost like someone was doing an impression of him. <laughs> I can't imagine who would do that. I mean, that, does that count as impersonating a genius? It might. Impersonating a broad an English broadcaster, a natural historian. Maybe. Maybe. I'm about to play a very, very popular song that went viral a long time ago, but now, now you can't really find the find this it on the original channel anymore. 
Me llamo Víctor, soy guapo. Soy muy, 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 muy guapo. Dormir. What just happened? I need to find the. <sighs> Why can't you find it anywhere? It's disturbing. Is this it? Me llamo Victor. Soy guapo. Soy muy, 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 muy guapo. Soy alto, soy delgado. You can't find the original one. No, he still has a, he still has a channel. What? This is crazy. Why? You know what? I wonder if they took it off YouTube to try to get. Okay, so where do, I, where do I plug this into my phone? Wonder if maybe it's on Spotify. All right. Um. This is weird. Why can't you cannot find it anywhere? Nope. Okay, well. Let's see. Let's try Amazon Music. What if... Okay, so you can't find it on Amazon Music, but it's on Amazon Music Unlimited. Looks like it's the same on Spotify. There we go. Why is it not playing? Hmm. All right, I'll find. I will find. Okay, this is. I'm taking this as a challenge now. All right. Mm. Why does it do this to me? Why do they have to make this hard for me? God, this. This episode has been a twist. <laughs> I do I I look for something in intending to do one thing and I end up doing something completely different. God, you, you can't find it. Okay, I'll play up I'll play a wannabe Senior Willie.
you know what? Here. I know what. I think I know why I didn't play on my phone. Because I'm a schmuck. There we go. Oh, never mind. It wasn't because of that. Okay. Me llamo Victor. Soy guapo. Soy muy, 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 muy guapo. Soy alto, soy delgado. Hay mujeres a mi lado. Ay, Victor. Soy guapo, soy muy, muy guapo. Tengo ojos verdes y pelo castaño. A veces pienso que soy demasiado guapo. Sí, es verdad. Demasiado guapo. Es guapo, es muy, muy guapo. ser gracioso no es necesario ser simpático porque soy guapo soy muy muy guapo tengo ojos verdes y pelo castaño personalidad ha. no la necesito personalidad ha. él no la tiene es guapo es muy muy guapo song made me happy was because it was the same audio as the original it was just different people doing all that I think Senor Willie must have decided that he was that he was gonna make enough money off of that song that let's let's make him let's make him pay for it let's put it on let's get some more money off of it when it's on Spotify or Amazon took it off YouTube Understandable. Want to make some money. Make that money. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, what I would do if I were president of the university, which I intend to be, I will be. I would expand the tunnels. It would be a ring of tunnels all around main campus, ah, south campus. Eh, and then you have to go under the street, and then it gets kind of messy. But, you know, have it around main campus. That, that's not too much to ask, I don't think. Reopen the Brady Ireland Tunnel. There's already one there. But they closed it down for sanitary reasons. But there's no unsanitary area that can't be fixed up with a little elbow grease, you know? Clean it up. Be fine. Get, I think there's rats down there, so if you want get some pest control in there. Or just call the rats your furry little buddies. Rats are very, very interesting. Yeah. 
Is this the one I want? Now let's find something a little more concise to read. No, that's not the one either. Ah, oh, never mind. That's... Position. Ah, oh, there's a... Actually, I think I know what I'm going to do here. Rough and tumble play RTP, is a common form of play between fathers and children. It has been suggested that RTP can contribute to the development of self-regulation. This study addressed a hypothesis that the frequency of father-child RTP is related to the frequency of physically aggressive behavior in early childhood. This relationship was expected to be moderated by the dominance relationship between father and son during play. 85 children between the ages of 2 and 6 years were videotaped during a free play session with their fathers in their homes and questionnaire data was collected about father-child RTP frequency during the past year. The play dyads were rated for the degree to which the father dominated play interactions. A significant statistical interaction revealed that RTP frequency was associated with higher levels of physical aggression than children whose fathers were less dominant. These results indicate that RTP is indeed related to physical aggression, though this relationship is moderated by the degree to which the father is a dominant playmate. I don't know, I just now started thinking about a study with rats, and they engage in rough and tumble play. And they have like this ingrained uh, sense of justice, not justice, uh, well sort of justice. Engage, and they have this fairness idea in there. So like, um, you put a, and they like doing it, so you can see that uh, if the um, if they know that when they go into a certain place they're going to get to play, then and and you give them the opportunity to press a bar to go into that little room, they'll aggressively press the bar to go in there. And if you have like a, a big and a small rat in there, obviously the big one's going to win during the play. But it's not... But And you see, the thing is that um, the small one will still want to play even afterwards, even after they've lost, because they enjoy it, they like doing this. And what the, you'll find is that they have they have this ingrained idea about um, being a good sport. And if the big rat wins every single time, eventually the small one's going to stop asking the bigger rat to play. But if the if the bigger rat al allows the smaller one to win from time to time, the small one will realize that the other that hey that big rat he's he's a good guy he's he's a good sport he's fun to play with, and so he'll keep he'll want to keep playing with them and you know up and tumble a bit. They like doing it, and uh, of course his study, which actually isn't isn't exactly the one I was looking at. Isn't actually the one I was just talking about. Just talking about rub and tumble play in aggressive children, or lack thereof. Okay. Um... There we go.
too beautiful. Here, right, sir. We're gonna we're gonna get gonna six twenty-five days. We're gonna get them. For the boy from Arkansas, who listened to his mom when she told him he should go to school. We reached way in the afternoon, take a little walk in pretty soon. You'd find a bathroom at the auction bar. We'd stand and listen carefully, and pretty soon he began to. Sing. Talk so rapidly. He said, Oh my, it's do or die. I've got to learn that. I'm gonna cry. I'll make my mark and be an auctioneer. $35 bid and now $35. Bid. $30 bid now $35. We're gonna pay that. We're gonna pay that. We've always been. That's it. As time went on, he did his best to see just a practice calling kids on that day. His papa found him behind the barn, just running up and starting his trying to win a turkey auction. But his papa said, son, you just can't stand that high, but I'll be open. Who's in our good name? I'll send you off to auction school. You be nobody's fool. You can take your place among the best. If I love them, So from that boy who went to school, there man who played cool, he came back on the floor for the auctioneer. And the people came from miles around just to make that sound to fill their hearts with such a happy cheer. His fame spread out from shore to shore. He had all he could do. All he played to get around. Now he's the tops in all the land. Guys, probably give that man a hand. He's the best of all the auctions. 
Hey, well, right, so open that gate, let him walk him out and walk. Here come with a 29 in, what you going to get from? Yep, give him up 25. I'm not an auctioneer, as you can see. <laughs> um. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. For if we don't find the next whiskey bar, I tell you we must die. I tell you we must die. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you we must die. What's on your mind, woman? In no hurry, I can take my time, woman. I'm going red, my tongue's getting tired. I'm up ahead and my mouth's getting dry. Try, better try, 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 woman. Let's spend the night together. Now I need you more than ever Let's spend the night together now 
so strong, but I can't disguise my love. Let's spend the night together, but I just can't apologize. Oh no. Let's spend the night together. Don't hang me up, don't let me down. Don't let me down. We could have fun just fooling around, round, round. Spend the night together Now I need you more than ever Let's spend the night together Let's spend the night together Now I need you more than ever You know I'm smiling, baby Give me some guidance, baby How could decide it, baby Excuses up it anyway, oh my Let's spend the night together I'll satisfy your every need Every need And now I know you will satisfy me My, 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 my Let's spend the night together Now I need you more than ever Let's spend the night out of time folks so it's been lit fam namaste this has been chris wright with point counterpoint on ku state university st thomas campus radio it's been lit fam namaste